Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Welcome to a new week, Barry. How's it going? It's good. Um... Weekend was lovely, as lovely as it can be. Spent some time with the family. Um, we had good weather. I have a headache right now. <laughs> oh gosh, How was your wow. weekend? You know, my weekend was fine. It was um, it was nice. We had Friday off for Juneteenth, which is great. We're finally, you know, giving that holiday the respect it deserves. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it it was nice weather. It was super hot yesterday. Got a little sunburned. Um, you know, the most exciting thing that's happening in my life these days is that I'm just hearing fireworks all the time. So, um, but like, uh, at what hours of the day? Um, so they start as early as like 5 p.m. I would say, which makes no sense because it's still fully bright Light outside. <laughs> um, but then they'll go, you know, sometimes till midnight, last night till like 2 a.m. So that's fun. You know, it's just like I actually put in like at like 1.30 last night, I put in my noise canceling headphones. Oh, my goodness. Well, not even playing anything. I was like, well, this helped me sleep. And it might have. I don't know. It's hard. Did to- it? Well, you could also look at it as like a noise machine. You know how some people use noise machines to sleep. So you could uh, be on the firework section of that and maybe <laughs> it's soothing for some people the thing is i can fall asleep with noise happening i have my ac on right now not right now but i have my ac which makes like a, a good amount of noise i like a nice white noise but the fireworks it's rough because they'll stop and start it's not like a 45 minute firework show that's non-stop it's like okay for like 15 minutes there's nothing i'm like falling asleep it's all good and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, 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 right outside my window. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, I can't fall asleep like that. See, I'm it's so tough. not a white noise person. Like, I think it might be because, so I babysit sometimes and those kids like need that like, and I feel like I'm so like, did you like my reaction of it? I feel like I'm so used to that now that I'm like, how do people sleep with this? Like, I don't understand. It's so annoying. See, I'm the kind of person I who has- I need the TV. The TV is my I have white the little. Noise. I have the little fan on even in the winter, just like because it's some some little quiet sound. Fun fact, I sleep with my window open year round. Me too, except for when I have the AC <laughs> on. I literally always my my apartment like doesn't get cold. I don't understand it, but like I will in not. January, my window is open, no screen, and I'm just like, I love the natural like air. It's so nice, <laughs> so crisp. So yeah, um, it's so okay. So. Today, we have something very exciting that we are doing for the first time. We are going to be covering some old throwback iconic episodes of Bravo shows. 
And so, you know, some of our favorite shows right now are taking a little hiatus. There's, you know, a little bit of a break in some of the Bravo stuff, but there's no excuse to not have something to talk about. And we made a little list of some of our favorite episodes and we're going to be going through every so often and revisiting them. And so today, for the first time, we have a very exciting episode to talk about and it is The Real Housewives of New Jersey, season one, episode six, it's the table flip. It's episode seven. Episode seven? The Last Supper, Yes. Okay. I wrote but it, so, jotted it down in case you people want to go watch it. It's the season finale of season one. I, when was the last time you watched this episode before right now? Um, it hasn't been like years. Like I watched it like somewhat not, I, all right. I don't want to say recent, but I also have seen it so many times that it, it did feel nice to rewatch it though, because I've said this about other, um, older episodes too the production is so funny in the earlier seasons Uh of these shows it's so funny to see their fashion their hair the just the the um the cameras like it it, it's just so like nice to see how like far we've come in these recent seasons old jersey feels like a warm hug from a family member that you haven't seen in a while and you kind of are scared of them, but you love them all the same. It's, it's truly see like Teresa with her old hair and oh, all yeah. that and oh, yeah. Caroline and Caroline's just, hair. Oh my God. And Dina and Lexi. Oh, it's, it really is a walk down memory lane that I was Oh yeah, totally. I mean, at that point when you and I were watching Dylan, I was like, we should have watched just like the whole season. I'm like, why be like, and I'm like. (laughs) Well, so I watched, I was watching the episode before or like um, the initial episode where they're showing up to this dinner at Lunello, which can we go when things like fully reopen? Can we right. go to dinner there? Of course. So, but <laughs> wait, it's also funny because I've said this about recent episodes. Remember how recently we're like, oh, they've only been, they were only at one place the whole time. So this episode, they were at this restaurant, the whole, like the whole episode, they were at this dinner table and it happened on Beverly Hills a few weeks ago. It happened on New York a few weeks ago where I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. They were just at one dinner, but like there was something different about this episode. <laughs> there was something were, in the air. The second, uh, so, so Teresa's hosting this dinner party and the second Dina and Caroline get there, they're both marveling at Teresa's new boobies, which of course look great in her dress. And it's so funny that that was, like a storyline on Housewives that Teresa oh, yeah. decided if she if she wanted the boobies was she gonna get the boobies, and so this was not only a huge dramatic event but also a nice coming out party for the boobies and it oh, was totally. nice totally it was it, yeah and also I have to say because you did ask me how many like when the last time I saw this episode was. I Dina's outfit in this episode has oh. always been one of my favorites. I'm not kidding. That strapless blue like tunic <laughs> with the little with the little with flowers, the flowers around the neckline. Yes, like it was. It's always been. Whenever I see that clip, like that outfit is like one of my favorite old school outfits that they wear. But also, wait, also Jacqueline's Jacqueline's top that's black and then it has like the gold like lines all over it. I I would recognize that anywhere as well. But Dina's is the most iconic. Yeah, but guys, <laughs> also like a refresh. 
Caroline and Dina are sisters and Jacqueline is married to their Their brother. brother. So that's another reason Jersey's also one of my favorites is because they are all related or friends in real life. Like it's not just like a cast. Like there's like relations there, which is why Jersey has always been so good and so strong and why those seasons didn't work with the new people, like the twins and whatever, because like no one knew them. Well, and even but, Teresa, Teresa had actually known Dina for a really long time. Right. It's so the that, girl's godmother. So the only Adriana. person who was, the only person who was like kind of random was Danielle. And right. obviously she didn't quite fit in. So we're sitting at this dinner and I, okay. I remembered obviously that at some point Danielle puts the book on the table. Cop badge. I knew that it was coming. Of course, it's not a surprise. But rewatching that moment where, you know, they're talking about how to eat the oysters and it's a, it's an aphrodisiac and they're, they're talking about sex at the table. It was honestly a really funny scene to start right. with. And well, then, it's funny because they've all been on the outs kind of with Danielle. There's like stuff like brewing. You can tell the dinner was awkward they were trying to make conversation like it was you could feel it it was awkward right the only person who was still friends with danielle at that point was jacqueline and jacqueline's there with her two sisters-in-law and so yeah it's a very awkward dynamic but the moment when danielle puts the book on the table and none of them have any idea what to do in that moment (laughs) and just watching (laughs) teresa judice's facial expressions First of all, she's like shocked and then she's horrified and then she rolls her eyes. And it, in, in that one wordless exchange, I was like, oh my God, this is such classic television. It's so well, good. It, it is funny. And the way they edited it is also, you're like, wait, were they reacting to that? Or are these just like previous facial expressions? Like, I don't know. Like they showed Caroline texting, but a few minutes before that, she was saying how she was texting uh, Albert about like not being at dinner. So then they showed her texting while Danielle was talking. And then like, they all started going and going and going at each other. And they, I thought it was funny. Dina said that Albie, little Al, little Albie and Chris Manzo were so young in this episode. They were like, literally one mm-hmm. was 22 years old. I was like, you children. They're like your age. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Albie kicks Dina, his aunt Dina, under the table because like he's sitting right next to Danielle. And like Danielle is claiming this is what's happening. Danielle just needs to be part of what's going on. So apparently before the dinner, Jacqueline says that she tells Danielle just like don't bring any drama. Well. She said, okay, but (laughs) she didn't listen. So Danielle is claiming this entire time that the only two truths in the book are her name change and that she's been arrested. Like, that's it. Arrested, name change. That like she is- two things that are true in the book. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one, Dylan. That's a good impression. And so Teresa is now- just claiming that there has to be something more. There has to be something more. And then Danielle (laughs) says the words that really just launches this whole thing. Danielle says, the two things are my name change and I was arrested. Pay attention, please. Please. (laughs) Pay attention, please. Are words that you, 
should now know to never say to Teresa Judice because what happened next? Oh my God, Dylan, I feel like we're, we're reading a book on tape. <laughs> it's people. like, <laughs> we, are, we are storytellers. Okay, so what <laughs> happened next? She said, pay attention. <laughs> and she, she goes, you were fucking engaged 19 times? Prostitution whore? And then- <laughs> Which, small plug, we in fact do have a prostitution whore mug on shopbetches.com. You'll feel like Teresa drinking her favellini out of a mug every time. <laughs> Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honey Love is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honey Love on sale Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence. Thanks to Honeylove. Okay, so then obviously she does the infamous table flip. I, I forgot how satisfying the table flip was because I feel like you always see the gif where it's the first time that she is kind of like, Rah! or she's banging on the table, yeah. Right. But then she does it like two more times and so much stuff is flying off the table and sliding onto the ground. And it, it really is like a cathartic moment. And I forgot how aggressive the table flip was. And I just think it's Teresa is such an icon for doing that in that moment. And well, yeah, that's some, I've never done that at a restaurant and I've never seen anyone do that at a restaurant. So I, they were in a private room. It looked so it was nice, but (laughs) she, it's so funny because Danielle is, she's all talk. I've always felt this way. Like you can just tell she can talk shit, talk shit, but she's, I personally think that she's intimidated by Teresa. Like She's even done that at the reunion when Teresa went after her. Like she, she's scared of her. She gets up and runs away. So don't like act like you're, you have a big bark or big bite, whatever it is. And then not like do anything about it. Not that I'm, not that I'm like condoning violence, but I'm saying like, don't start with someone and then you can't take it what they give to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she like, what, what was she, what did she think was going to come out from her putting the book on the table from Teresa. Like, was she expecting Teresa to be like, what a lovely book. I actually read that last week. Like, that's not how Teresa was going to react. 
Well, I think she actually wanted more out of Dina because she was more angry at Dina than she was at Teresa. And she wanted Dina to come clean and say, yeah, I was the one who showed everyone the book. But then Caroline instead said, you know, don't talk about my sister because it was me. And and (laughs) so she's saying, I'm the one who brought the book to Chateau. I'm the one who told people about the book. It was me. Stop telling lies about my sister. I'm the one who did it. And Danielle can't just accept this confession because she's saying, well, I heard that it was Dina. And Caroline's like, it doesn't matter what you heard. I'm telling you I'm it was I'm telling me. you, and she, right. And over and over and over again, Danielle's saying, well, that's not what I heard. I heard it was Dina. And it's like, you're not going to get a confession out of Dina when Caroline is sitting right there saying it was me. And so Danielle, I think, I think coming into this, she really just wanted to ruin Dina's life. And that wasn't what was going to happen because Caroline wasn't going to let it. Exactly. But the funny thing is, I don't, I wanted to count almost. Did you realize how many times they showed the table flip? (laughs) They showed Teresa doing it. I want to say like (laughs) double digit amounts of times. And then when, when she got up, because eventually they got up, Chris Manzo Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I tried restraining Teresa and she flung me across like the room because like Teresa <laughs> and I like laughed out loud about that because even during the reunion remember she pushed Andy too and she like apologized I yeah. feel like Teresa sees red and like she Chris was funny he was like I've I've um I've taken down like my drunk friends who are like a hundred pounds heavier than Teresa and like there is no taking down Teresa like you can't do it but then after that when Danielle was talking to her two young daughters by the way who are beautiful today, might I add. Yeah. They were like, you you like could have taken her. And I'm like, why are you talking about fighting with your like 11 year old daughter? This is so inappropriate. I was like, everything was just, they wanted to get the kids out of the room in the beginning. Like they knew what was going to go down. I was like, this is, this is a lot. Oh my God. Like I- It was, it was so funny though, because after Teresa flips the table, there's a moment where she goes off to the side with Joe and you can tell that, Joe is like so horny for Teresa in that moment. He's like, well, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, babe. Like, <laughs> well, during one of her confessionals in the episode, she said, like, maybe I should flip tables more often because yeah, I don't know. That night, me and Joe like really did it a lot. Like, he, I don't know. I think he he got turned on. He thought I was attractive, like me flipping a table, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> but having the kids. Yeah. Having them have the kids leave the room made me think of Beverly Hills this season and how how much things are different now that it's like, at that point, it was like, should the kids leave the room? We're about to fight. And this season on Beverly Hills, <laughs> it's like, we're going to talk about threesomes. Maybe the kids should go. <laughs> um, uh, but at least, you know, they're responsible enough to let them leave. And little baby Gia is so cute in this episode. She's like five. <sighs> but, um, and Milani is even like smaller. But... Then after dinner, after this whole thing happens, they just go to the bar to get a drink, which is so like, okay, this never happened. And so they all go and apparently Teresa like wasn't there and Danielle and Joe Judice are talking and I'm like, oh boy. And so then Teresa sees that and it almost reminds me of like modern day where like you see your boyfriend or your husband talking to a girl that like you uh-huh. don't like at the bar and you're like, get over here. That's what shit. She's like, get out. Hello. Hello. Like she stood in the corner. <laughs> And she was like, what are you doing? But you know what I noticed? Maybe I missed it. I don't know about you. 
Yeah. Did they not do the blurbs about each person at the end? Because this was the finale. So Okay, so they did it in the episode. The episode before was like the official finale. And then they did a whole episode after that was like expanded of just the dinner. So I watched, oh. I watched both. And so the episode before they did the little blurbs, which were like not that exciting. Okay. But that episode was fun because you also see... Dina getting a tour of Teresa's new house and there's like no furniture in it, but Dina is still like, well, you know, Teresa has great style. And I'm like, she does. And then, (laughs) and then you see, um, like, that's when she, she just got the new boobies. Um, what, what else? Oh, Jacqueline talks about getting her lips done. I mean, not that exciting compared to the, uh, dinner party Imagine like getting your lips done is like the the craziest like thing that you have going on. <laughs> well, it was funny. I remember when at the beginning of Jersey, Jacqueline was always talking about getting Botox and whatever. And it was like, yeah, but then of, in the, yeah, but in the later episode, she got like surgery. She got like a tummy tuck and her like her right. neck done. She got like surgery, like it's getting funny Botox. How, it's funny how 10 yeah. years ago getting Botox was kind of like a, Ooh, like, you're going to get Botox. Now it's like, I don't think any of these women have not gotten Botox. Oh, totally. Um, But all in all, this was a great episode. And I'm now I'm just like, Oh God, come on, Barry, because I know I'm just going to go back and rewatch like one of the housewives in the beginning. Like, I don't know. I've seen them so many times, but it is nice to like, go back and watch like a series that you haven't seen like in a while. I even do that with other shows. Like I'll do that with like the Sopranos or Breaking Bad right. too. Like I've, I've rewatched series like so many times that it's like not fun anymore because I know it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but it was nice, like a refresher for this episode because you forget about the book and like what all that right. you like just know about the table flip and you're like, but why did she do that? Also? I Yeah. I think when you rewatch, it's fun because Obviously, you remember the super dramatic moments or whatever, but all of these episodes have little funny moments and scenes that maybe aren't iconic, but that are just enjoyable. Right. And so it's fun to, I think that's one of the most fun parts of rewatching is that you forget about all of these little kind of like personality quirks and things that they show. My, like my roommate's been rewatching New York and I've mm. seen a bunch of random episodes and it's so funny, like all of these moments that I'm like, oh yeah, I like, I guess I remember this, but this is like very fun to see with fresh eyes. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. 
Oh yeah. And also side note, I finished Southern Charm this weekend as oh well. Gosh. All six what, seasons. Okay. Um what are your what are your thoughts about like how do you feel about everyone? Like do you like On the Southern guys? Charm? On Southern yeah. Charm? Okay, yeah. let me real quick go. Um through. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Cameron because and so I'm upset about her not returning. Landon uh-huh. is absolutely not my cup of tea and I would not be friends with her in real life. Um, yep, she Catherine, Catherine has come a long way and from watching her in the beginning, it's kind of crazy. Me and my friends were even talking about it. Like at 21, 22, like you are psychotic mm-hmm. with guys. Like that, it seemed kind of no- somewhat normal to an extent, but not really. Um, Chelsea, I love. Naomi's cool, but she kind of was a shit, a stir, a uh, shit stir in the beginning. I'm doing like a really quick run through uh-huh. of all my characters. The guys, <laughs> Ta, Ta, Patri- Patricia's a goddess. Ta, uh, Whitney is, I adore Whitney now in the beginning. I was like, who the fuck is this? And I can't stand him. And then like, after that, I uh-huh. loved him. Literally loved him. I love how they like, they're so cute. Like all the guys are so like cutesy friends. Okay, guys, Thomas repulses me. Yeah. Um, can't, well, I that's all so. I'll say about him. Can't give him like any more information. Austin, I would date. Um, <laughs> Shep is just like Shep is just like Shep. He's fun. He's a southern rich boy. Like he's he that's him. Like that's who he is. He's like a he is a gentleman, but he is, you know, he has that little side to him. Um Craig's a little bitch. Craig, and yeah. Craig's a little bitch. That's that's Great. it. I <laughs> I think those are all good observations. Thank you. I I agree. I agree, like, seeing Catherine's journey over the seasons has been so crazy, and it it makes me sad that she's kind of shown her true colors off the show because she was, like, one of the reasons that that show has been fun to watch. Oh, and Danny. She's, like, a random character. But Danny, I I like Danny. Um, I'm glad that you're caught up because now if... And when season seven does happen, we will be uh, ready to go. I know. Oh, and if, we have an announcement. If. Do we have an announcement about anything about Shaws of Sunset reunion? Like what? Oh, happening? they did. Yeah. So Shaws of Sunset apparently taped a reunion that's going to be happening on Watch What Happens Live at an unspecified date. I have this better no idea. be like the best reunion of all fucking time. What? So they what their season ended. Their season finale last was year. On- <laughs> May, May 1st, and we are, next week is July, and so I don't have, I I can't fathom why it's taken them so long, especially mm-hmm. if it's just a Watch What Happens Live episode, like, there's no, there's no reason it should take this long, I barely even remember what happened in the season, right. I feel like the, the only reason that it really even makes sense to do is that people want to see MJ and Reza face-to-face, Right. And well, it's sad that they're not even other. giving them a full episode. Like they're putting them, they're like throwing them a bone and giving them Watch What Happens Live. I was like, I'd be so upset. I know. And so it's going to be interesting. Obviously, I'm still curious to see what's happening with MJ and Reza. But mm-hmm. in terms of like, I don't really care about what's going on with like Destiny and Nima. Like I don't need to see the full <laughs> cast breaking down what happened this season. So we'll I see. I agree. Like I'm, it's, Yeah. I guess, I mean, in terms of what's happening on Bravo right now, it's good to have something to look forward to because there's not as many shows on, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's it seems like a weird choice to just make it a Watch What Happens Live. I don't know, but we'll see. 
Yeah. So Dylan, who let's do not a, not a um, Bravo love of the week, but whose side were you on? We're going back to Jersey for the fight. Oh, Teresa. I know. <laughs> I mean, Ter- I Teresa. Mean, if you said that you were team Danielle, I okay. would have to read some things about my life. I wouldn't be team Danielle if she was in a fight against herself. <laughs> I know. I would just like turn off the TV. <laughs> um, so- <laughs> we will be back on Thursday. We're going to yeah. be talking about uh, Below Deck Med and Million Dollar Listing LA. We're catching up Woo! on the new seasons and going to talk about all of that drama. But thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, hope you had fun listening to our old school recap. Holla. Yeah, we'll we'll be doing some more of these in the future. So if you have thoughts about which episodes we should do, let us know. Bye. Betches.